welcome again to my testimony. Yes, yeah, so we have a new episode today with a very special lady. Very special. Yeah, one, of our, one of our friends from our community here in Plantation Church. I want to welcome uh, Patricia, Patricia Cole. Welcome to my testimony. Welcome, welcome too. Thank you so much for having me on your testimony. It's a powerful, powerful session. I watched it over and over and I'm so glad you have me on here with you this morning. Yes, and it's a pleasure for us to have you too. And uh, I know we're all going to be blessed and uh, we're going to be in for a treat because I know God has really put a powerful testimony on your heart and you're going to be sharing with us today and I cannot wait. Mm. All right, so so welcome again. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. So before we get into Patricia's testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. God, we thank you so much for this beautiful day and for testimonies and for Patricia and for her family. And uh, she shares with us today, we are just praying that her heart will be filled with your Holy Spirit and we all will be blessed and that the words that she'll be sharing with us and her testimony will just go to bring us closer to you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Patricia. So let's start at the beginning. Where were you born? Mm. Where do you come from? I don't even actually know that about you. So <laughs> where were you born, etc.? I was born in Bunkersville, Trelawney, Jamaica, West Indies. Wow. Bunkersville is a, is one of the the little communities in um in in a rural community. Where we have the Martha Bray River running through it, and mm. we that's the same parish that um Bolt is from. He's from Sherwood right. and I'm from right. So it's in, in those rural communities, Bunkers Hill, Trelawney, Jamaica, West Indies. Mm. All right. So like you're from a celebrity area, Miss Patricia. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but I moved on as as time went on, I moved on and live in the city in Montego Bay. Uh, um, okay. for that, yes, I spent most of my years in Montego Bay. Okay. 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 Right. So, were you you were born Seventh Day Adventist, or you came to the faith afterwards? I no, I came to the faith afterwards. Okay. okay. But my have- mother, I I was raised in a home where I see my mother going to church every Sabbath, but we were going to the Baptist church, which is right there in the community. Oh. So, okay. okay. I yes. All right. So tell us a little bit about that journey. I mean, your, your mom is going to church on Sabbath. You guys are going to church on a Sunday. What, what what was going on there? What happened is that um in in the community we used to have um we all of us go to the primary school, Unity Primary School, mm-hmm. and and then most of the children were going to the Baptist church on Sundays. The teachers from the the, the school was also there on Sundays. Um, the principal of the school, he was at the church on Sundays. So we, you know, we just, 
um, as long as we were going to church, my mother was okay with it. My grandmother was also um, a member of that church. So okay. we were there with her. Mm. And thus, the, the Seventh-day Adventist church was far away from home. And <laughs> my mother was the only one in the community at the time that I know would walk miles to go to that church. Oh, wow. And this one was like walking distance from our home. So all the children in our community used to go there and um, the teachers and my grandparents. So, you know, I become a part of that church too. Oh, okay. Okay. You have siblings? Yes. Yes. Um, I, I am the third. <laughs> we have, have parents of seven of us and okay. I'm the third. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Wow. Third, yes. So, a little bit more about your growing up, you know, so you, you're growing up in that community and stuff. Uh, seven of you. How was how it for you guys? Oh, it was good. We, we used to have fun. You know, we used to have a lot of fun playing and and I was this, the brat. I was the, you know, because I was the middle girl. <laughs> you know, all of them used to, you know, take good care of me. My father was my father's pet. You know, you used to say that my father loved me. He took me everywhere. He drove me everywhere. So, you know, all of them used to spoil me. We used to have good times in that community, mm. you know. Yes, all the children would gather together. We play games. We played different things, and you know, um, it was good. We enjoyed it at that time. Right. Everybody, we could eat. We could get fruits from their trees. They could get fruit from our trees. Right. We could go to their garden, get flowers. They get, you know, it was just like a beautiful community. And that's why I used to like to go to the church because everybody was going to the same church, and we meet there and 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 study the Bible together and mm -hmm. do things together in church group also, and then go to school and back. It was it was fun. It was fun. Mm. Awesome. Yes. So if that was so, so much fun, why would you change? And when did you change your um, journey with God? Mm. Actually, growing up, I, I, we used to do Bible study in school. Mm -hmm. It was something that all the schools used to do. So we used to read the Bible regularly in school, have devotions in school. Then you go to church, have devotions and, and, and all of that. So I thought the Bible was a good storybook. Oh, okay. I did not know it was real. I did not know that God was real. I did not know that Jesus Christ was truly um, real. I, I thought he was just a good boy in the book. Oh. So I used to want to be like him. I used to want to be that like that good boy in the book. So I would do the same things, go into the community, pray for the sick people, just like I see in the Bible. Mm. My father would take me to the hospital to visit the sick people in there and pray with them and, and sing to them. Although I couldn't sing, but I just wanted to do like what Jesus was doing. So all along, I believe it was a good storybook. I did not know that God was the creator. I had no idea. Wow. You know, I thought it was just one of our school books. Oh wow! Amazing! Wow! Amazing. So, so you, you thought the Bible was was a was friction a very book? Very good book. Yes, yes. Wow. But I like the story with Jesus because he was always doing good. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, when did it become real for you? Well, the journey began. I I left the community, went to to boarding school. That's what happened because you know when. 
when you're going um, in the communities and you pass your exam, you have to go to high school in a different community mm -hmm. or go to board on campus. So I left the community and I went to board on campus and and um, I got very sick and I had to leave school and went into the city of Montego Bay because my eldest sister was living there. Mm -hmm. And when I went there, my journey began. I left everything about God. I started to go to, you know, this party and mm. um, everything, everything you can think of. I, I was fashionable now. I started to wear all the fashions that you can think of. Mm. Started every party, every disco, every anything like that. And, um, you know, I, I stopped going to church. Okay. I only go to church for funerals or, or for baby blessing now or Easter or Christmas, you know, special occasion. Then I would go to the church, but I, I was working. I started, I went to do, um, I went to school back there in Montego Bay. And then I started to work in a bank for many years. I worked in a bank and, um, it was all about me and mm -hmm. what was happening around us. You know, right. I saw this earth and I thought this was only it. I thought this was everything that was happening. I didn't know that there was any end to anything. It was just, mm -hmm. just this, you know? Right. So I was, I was having fun living in this world, which I had no idea it would end. I did mm -hmm. not know that Jesus would come one day. Mm -hmm. So I started my journey started there. I, um had a baby mm. um before marriage and mm -hmm. of course um my mother took her <laughs> because i was young still okay. and um she and i was working so she took her and cared for her took her to the seven day adventist church got her mm. blessed in the seven day adventist church and everything mm. like that mm -hmm. while i was having fun while i was having party wow. okay yes mm. yeah wow wow, wow. So, so you're out ahead. there in the world and you yes. are continuing your life. You've got a job, you're getting money, you're having fun. Yeah. Yes. When did you see that, you know, this is not fun anymore. Mm. I want to really serve God a hundred percent. Well, I got married and we had everything, everything you could think of in, mm. you know, I, we had a beautiful home. We had, um, chef, we had, mm gardeners we had persons working in the house housekeepers and all of that i uh we ha we had it all we had that was where we used to entertain everybody have more parties again dinner mm -hmm. and all the we were in business my husband was business so we used to um do all the business invite them there for dinner and mm -hmm. sometimes we would go to the hotels and all of that no mm -hmm. so it it the from the partying down there it has grown to to this kind of entertainment where we go to hotels and where we mm. entertain um, mm. business persons and all right. of that, you know? So um, I had a baby, my baby, my first baby that was born. She, I, I got sick. I had to stay in bed with her for nine months. Couldn't go anywhere. The doctor says stay in bed or stay in the hospital. Okay. So I had to stay in bed while they care for me in bed. And so that I had a lot of difficulty with that one, but thank God she was born and, um, and she's still here praising God also. Amen. And the journey began as we went along again, I got pregnant after an, for another baby. Mm -hmm. This time the doctor said, you're doing better, 
but <laughs> and so i was up and about i was going everywhere driving everywhere doing everything as usual with this pregnancy mm. but at the eight, eight months i tripped on the carpet in the house oh, wow. and fell and i lost that baby at eight months oh, i okay. went into labor labor pain and everything and when they rushed me to the hospital the baby was born dead oh, oh my. so yes my journey began mm. there Mm. My journey began there. Ah, can you imagine going through that the eight months and then? That's a yes. Not only that, I started to see the baby coming around me, playing with me. Mm. I started to see this baby crying on my stomach at night. Mommy, mommy, mommy. Oh. I started to see the baby playing balls with me in the house and running up and down. Mommy, mommy, mommy. I'm, I'm in the shower and the baby would be in there with me. Wow. So I was happy in this. But when I started to share this news with others, they're telling me that it's the it's a duppy. You know, in Jamaica, they duppy. say duppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the duppy haunting me, the mm. baby. He's haunting me. Mm -hmm. The dead baby's haunting me. And I said, what? <laughs> it's dopey. And it's all started there where even before that, my grandmother died. And so so she used to come in the nights to give me food. Mm. When, you know, because I was so depressed after the the, the, the I didn't I wasn't eating or anything. And so she used to come in the night to give me food. And I would say, happy, happy. I was so happy to see my grandmother. I would run to her. And by the time I get to her, then she just disappear. So when I tell other people now, they're telling me that this is ghost, ghost, duppy haunting you. Mm -hmm. So you need to go out and get help. You need to go help yourself, protect yourself from the baby and your grandmother. Right. Mm -hmm. The journey started. They started to take me to persons to protect them, protect myself. They would give me things to put in the house to sprinkle. They tell me to read Psalm 23 or whatever Bible to read, open my Bible at my bed. And all these things they were telling me to do to protect myself from the baby. And I, I did it. <laughs> I did what they said, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but the baby was still there. They got out of control that uh, I, I was getting out of control. I was getting sick sicker and depressed and i started to go to all the doctors and they started to feed me with medications antidepressants and um xanax and valium and all those kind of medication preparing me giving me those to take but i was still going through that that stressful period with my baby i i got very disoriented at times and while I'm driving on the road, I could not even find my house anymore, you know? Oh. So they said they were going to put me into a mental institution or, or for me to recover. Mm -hmm. And when the doctor said that to me, I started to search all over now. So I went to this doctor, a friend of mine, he started to said, all right, I'm going to give you yoga. Get you in. He, he was a yoga doctor in Montego Bay. So he mm -hmm. got me yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, he <laughs> taught me different pose. I was sometimes on my head and <laughs> <laughs> my feet in the air and yeah. things like those. He hypnotized me yeah. and told me that I'm going to die and come back in the form of somebody. Oh. He also taught me about reincarnation, you know, things like that. And, and told me, he taught me about, um, 
evolution theory and I went to the zoo to look at the monkeys to see how come we're from the, the, the monkeys. So that's how I was busy looking around, you know, and of course he was also giving me some, some therapies and some other things, massage and, you know, send me to the massage therapist and say the massage therapist is very good. And when you go there, you come back and tell me what happened. When I went there the night, the day I got my massage, went to bed the night, the, 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 she told me that I'm going to, I'm going to have a dream. <laughs> when I get the dream, I should come back and let her know. When I was in the dream, the night I got a dream and mm -hmm. I saw this big building. I saw this doctor coming out of the building and a voice said to me you do not belong here and i turned back from there wow. and didn't and didn't go back to the massage therapist to tell her anything but i went about still you know very confused very not doing well mm. and and so on okay yeah Wow. Anyway, as uh, it, it got so bad, you know, like this in this setting, I, I have to summarize things. It got so bad that my family life started to get out of control because my, my husband, they, nobody know, could understand what I was going through. Right. Uh, it was very painful losing that baby, very painful losing my grandmother, even saying I'm very painful um, with all these things happening around and persons don't understand and saying, oh, this is what happened to you. Oh, this is what happened to you. Do this, do that. So I decided that I'm going down to the newspaper place in Montego Bay to um, to write my story in the in the newspaper mm. and see if anyone could help me. Okay. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so when I was going down there, I saw this man who was a friend of my husband. He was a tailor. He's a Seventh Day Adventist, and he was telling me that he just got back from the doctor. And the doctor was very thorough, very good. He was talking good about his doctor, just like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I said, wow, that's the only doctor I did not go to. I would love to go to him. And, and I, I tell me the address. And I went there. Mm -hmm. It was the next door to the newspaper place. Mm -hmm. and I went there and he took me in that day. I didn't have to have an appointment. And of mm -hmm. course, he did the test on me, EKG, he did all kind of tests on me and and blood test and said he's going to send all these to the lab and when the results come back he will get in touch with me mm -hmm. okay i started to cry bitterly and said how come you're sending me away without medication i need medication i need something to calm me down wow and he said only thing i can do is tell you to go home and pray Ooh. that's the only thing i can do until the results come back go home and pray mm. wow that changed my life I did not go back to him even for the even for the results. I called every church person that I know. Mm. Doctor said to pray for me. Please pray. I called all the churches because I know people go to different churches and you know, so they were all praying. Right. But I called my daughter, that same daughter she was studying. She, um, she was in college here in America her first mm. or second year in college. And I called her and tell her, the doctor said to pray, so please pray for me. And she was going to the Seventh-day Adventist church here. Wow. Oh, okay. Yes. So I, I said, that's another story. Cause I, I, when she told me she was going to start going to the Seventh-day Adventist church, I, I totally, I totally 
disagreed with her. Mm. I bought my ticket from Jamaica and I came here, sat in with her in there and said, if you ever go and get baptized in that church, you will never be a part of my family anymore. Oh, wow. wow. And I sat in the, uh, this, this Sabbath, she was going to church and I said, I'm coming with you because I am going to make sure you do not get baptized. Mm. And she said, okay, mommy. And mm. I went with her to the church. And when I went there, they had the baptism and she didn't go to get baptized. At the end, they made a last appeal and said, if there's anyone who wants to get baptized, come and get baptized. And she said, mommy, I'm going to get baptized. And she ran away from me oh, wow. and got baptized in the church. Mm. And I, I wept like a baby because I, I um, growing up in, in, in the Baptist church, I got baptized at 12 years old. Mm. <laughs> yes, you know, but like I said, I did not know the journey. I just wanted to be like Jesus. I saw Jesus baptized. I saw everything like this. So, I was, so when she got baptized in the Seventh-day Adventist church, I, I started to cry. I just hug her and I just remember my journey as a young girl mm. and and from that i started to go to church with her and and she so so that's you know she started to pray for me pray for me and ask others to pray for me because the doctors said to pray for me mm. to, you know i'm to pray so she started to ask others to pray while i'm asking other people who i know to pray Okay. I started to get dreams and visions and at nights I would see dreams. At, at one time I saw a bride in the sky, beautiful, beautiful bride. And I, 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 I thought the Lord was telling me to open up a bridal shop because we were business people. My husband was always on my mind. So I went and opened up a bridal shop. And while I was in the bridal shop, I, I used to have morning um, prayers i started to have prayer i went and get baptized in the pentecostal church because mm. after mm. i went to get baptized in there because they told me that i need the holy spirit mm. so and i must come and speak in tongues so i mm. went in there i got baptized and so they used to come there and and sing with me sometimes in the in the bridal shop and and so i found a, a um I found a, a track in my Bible one morning with the Ten Commandments, mm. and I was reading the Ten Commandments mm. and asked the Lord about the Sabbath, you know, and and so I went back to all the pastors that I used to go to and asked them which day is the Sabbath day, because mm. this track is saying the Sabbath and. I want to understand what the Sabbath is, and everybody told me different, different, um, different thing about the Sabbath. So I searched. I went to the the Jehovah Witness, talked to them about it. They studied with me, and I asked them. They said no. Um, they, everybody explained the Sabbath in a different way. I went back to the Pentecostal church where mm. I got baptized speaking in tongues the pastor told me that the sabbath is done away it's nailed to the cross and and i keep asking i went to the catholic pastors and priests and asked them about the sabbath and everywhere i went to the baptist pastor and uh, asked them about the sabbath everybody was telling me a different story mm. and and um and so i started to get dreams dreams and still my daughter was praying for me and some of the dreams I would get, I would call her and said, I get this dream. I want you to help me to understand it. And then she would tell me Bible verses to go with the dream. They were like mm. prophecies. Mm. 
Wow. Yes, mm. I used to see, you know, like the bride. I didn't tell her that. I just went to open the bridal shop. Okay. And, and then, you know, and then I, well, I, one night I got a dream that I was, I went out to the back of the bridal shop and there was um, just, just a hill going down, nothing. It was just on the edge of the hill. And I decide I, in the dream, I saw a beautiful city, like gold on the ground mm -hmm. and lots of bright lights. And somebody was sitting on a throne and I, and I said, I must get to that throne. I must get to that person over there. That city is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw people moving around in the city and I said, I must go. But then I went, so I left the, the building and started to go down the, down the back of the, the building. And I went through there. And when I went through there, I saw snakes. I saw, but I said, I'm going over to that building. I saw, I saw animals. I saw deadly animals. I said, I'm going under and <laughs> I'm still going to that city. I climbed mountains. I climbed hills. I passed some churches and I went on some valleys and deep, deep, deep valleys. And I went up on that hill and I still didn't get that place get to that place wow. as in my sleep i wake up out of my sleep and i said i must find that place and you know i journeyed I, I i traveled a lot with the bridal shop and i used to travel to places i traveled to america i traveled to canada so i used to look for that city wow. i used to look see i look in books i look in magazines to see if i could find that place i couldn't find that place so all those were some of the dreams i was getting Wow. Like I said, I must summarize my testimony. But when I talked to my daughter about it, um, all the dreams, she would explain some of them to the, from the Bible to me. Mm. I, until one day she um, saved her money, got a lot of amazing facts, study guides, and mm -hmm. brought them to Jamaica for me. And all the things that I was seeing on there, I saw them on the, on the, on the study guides. I saw the bride. Wow. And then I understand what the bread meant. I closed on the bread shop real fast. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes. wow. And I got into other things. And the Lord started to give me dreams about my diet, mm. about my eating habits. It's like God sent an angel to start reading the Bible to me. Wow. I, I, at nights, every night, the angel would come and read the Bible to me because... I was asking question about the Sabbath. So my trip to America, I came to America and started to read some of the books that I see my daughter have in there. And I found one with a man in the yoga position and I was reading his book and um, he said he was delivered. And while I read through the book, I saw some information about um, how he was delivered. So eventually I started to search for those books that he read for, and they were also great controversy, the book, great controversy. So I found the book. I asked my daughter to give me one and she gave it to me and I read it and I learned so much in that book, the sneers of Satan yeah. and things like that. Yes, that's what. So I read it and I said, wow, I got excited. I, I grabbed one of these books, the Bible, and I said, I want to read more, I want to read more. And when I read, the, 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 I saw my hand was shaking with the Bible in it. So I said, wow, I don't want to, this Bible, give me, give me one of your Seventh-day Adventist Bible. And she said, no, mommy, this is the same Bible we use, the King James Version, you mm -hmm. can read. <laughs> and I read that, the, the great controversy. I said, I need to know more about Jesus. And 
They gave me the desire of the ages to read. And I met Jesus. I, I said, Lord, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, I want to know more about you. So all these dreams start to unfold in these books. Mm. All these dreams. And like I said, when she brought those other tracks to me in Jamaica, um, study guides, mm. with the pictures on there, they were also in line with the dreams that I was getting. Oh, wow. So I, I prayed to the Lord and I said, Lord, if you're the one that's talking to me about the Sabbath, I am going to ask you for a sign. I now met Jesus. I now know who Jesus is. I know that he, I know who Jesus is. I know that he died on Calvary's cross on me. I wept mm. bitterly. I said, I, 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 I am asking you to forgive me of my sins and show me about the Sabbath day. Show me a sign. Right. And I asked the Lord for a sign at a specific place, right there in Montego Bay by the seaside, across from the T Kentucky. Um, they call that Fletcher's Beach or Dumpo Beach or something they call it. The name has changed now. Okay. But I asked God for a sign. Show me. Just let a little bit of rain fall right there, nowhere else. Because you, I learn about you. I learned that you're the creator. I learned that you're powerful. I learned that you can let the rain fall just one little place. So I want a sign from you because I'm so confused. I'm going to the Baptist church. I'm going to the Catholic church. I'm going to the, the Pentecostal church. I'm going everywhere asking about, about the Sabbath and everybody telling me something different. And the Lord said to me, do not always ask for a sign, you know, but I'm going to give you a sign this time because it's for your soul's salvation. Mm. I passed there all the time. I'm passed there all the time and didn't see anything happen until I saw a seven-day Adventist tent put there. And he oh. says, the king is coming. Wow. <laughs> crusade. Wow. At the same spot that I asked. But I didn't go to the, the, the crusade. At nights, I used to park my car because I used to drive a Mercedes Benz at the time and drive. Mm. And so on. So, you know, I, I never used to go to tent meetings or anything like that. So mm. I would just park my car on the roadside and listen to what the sermon. And the same things that the angel was reading to me in the Bible, the same thing that I was studying, I hear the, 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 the man saying it there. Mm. And what? <laughs> so... I, I didn't go under there, though. The angel kept reading the Bible to me every night, teaching me, teaching me. And But every time I parked my car on, on the roadside, I would hear the same thing my the angel said to me. I would hear the same thing my daughter was saying to me. I, was, I listened to the person who was preaching saying the exact same thing. So one night I decided I'm going under the tent. And when I went under the tent, some of the same dreams I was getting, I saw them under the, the, the tent like exhibits like you would see i yeah. saw the ten commandments mm -hmm. two angels one on the left one on the right and i saw the, the 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 remember the sabbath day to keep it holy that was lighted up mm -hmm. in my dream and when i went under the tent i saw the same exact thing mm -hmm. wow but i left the night and didn't get baptized and the angel came home with me and taught me about baptism and taught me everything like that about baptism and why we should get baptized and so on um the tent the, the, the rain fell and blew down that tent the rain came during that same crusade wow. and blew down the tent it was not rain it was like a freak storm developed all over montego bay Mm. And it blew away the tent and it, 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 
you know, but by the next day they put the tent up back. <laughs> you know? Right. right. Mm -hmm. So and the and the, the, the angel was teaching me during the, that time and and um and at that time when the when the the tent blew down I saw them put it back the next day so fast. Mm. I I was amazed to during that process to see how God was answering my prayers. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I like I said, I didn't go to the tent crusades. I I didn't register anything. I just listened, and everything my daughter was telling me, everything the the angel was telling me, everything I hear, um, Fitz Fitz Henry, evangelist Fitz Henry was mm. preaching the same exact thing. Mm. So one Sabbath, I decided I'm going to go to church with my mother. So I hide in, I drive, I took clothes, regular clothes, I drive out. And when I got near to that community, I hide in the bushes and change my clothes because everybody see, you know, calling me crazy because I was going to these different churches, going to mm -hmm. these people now for protection and, right. and all these things, everything. So all sorts of things started to come up about me that I'm a crazy woman now and all of that. So I went and hide in the bushes and change my clothes and went to church on the Sabbath with my mother. <laughs> and the Lord spoke to me and said, I should not hide. I must confess him before men. Mm. <laughs> confess him before men. I went back home and uh, all right, I said, I'm going to get baptized in the church. Then, Lord, um, I, I went home. The next day when I, my, my housekeeper was coming, my housekeeper came home and she said to me, um, you know, the crusade finished, the tent, they pulled down the tent down, downtown. No, there's no more tent down. I said, what? <laughs> she said, yes, they removed the tent. I was just passing there and everything is gone. Mm. I said, oh my goodness. So I, I rushed down to the tent, rushed down to the tent. And when I rushed down to the tent, I, I I saw some people there packing up things to leave. So I said to the pastor, I want to get baptized. I want to get baptized. And he spoke with me and prayed with me and encouraged me and said, and said, um, they're going to have another baptism later in the, the other weekend. Um, mm -hmm. So I can come and get baptized. I think everything was gone from there. Nobody was there. So I said, I must get baptized in the Sabbath water. I must get baptized in the Sabbath water. I want to be baptized now. And he put me off and said, all right, come next Sabbath. We're going to have another baptism. Okay. So they gave me the book to read with the 20, 27 fundamental belief. And for mm -hmm. me to study that during the course of the week while I wait for baptism. When I got to when it got to that time that time no i told my husband i'm going to get baptized and i said do you want to come with me my husband said no if you love me don't go hmm. i said i said i'm going to get baptized i want to get baptized i met jesus he hmm. said you're not the only one that met jesus come if you go <laughs> and i said i said i'm going i love you honey but i love jesus too and i'm going to get mm -hmm. baptized mm -hmm. and i went and got baptized that sabbath in the seventh day adventist church the most beautiful experience i've ever had i got baptized three times in three different churches but when i got baptized in the seventh day adventist church it was the most it was a blessing i saw i saw angels I, I, rejoicing in heaven I, mm. I i literally saw some persons just waving and 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 rejoicing in heaven when when i got baptized mm. i saw 
um, 1,050 of us got baptized in that crusade. Oh, wow. wow. Fitz Henry, um, Evangelist Fitz Henry. Mm. And I, fit, I I sat at the feet of those pastors that day because they had a communion right after baptism. Mm. And, and that was part of it. It was my first experience with that kind of communion. I, 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 I wept bitterly. And mm. even, I'll go back a little for my baptism, even so the Lord told me to wear a white dress. They had gowns, but the Lord said, I'm to wear a white dress mm. and I'm to wear a white headband. And I didn't understand why, but he said to wear them. And when I, he, when I was in the communion, he explained to me uh, about the bride, right. <laughs> about the bride, mm -hmm. and um, and the white thing on my head. It started to to, to turn. I see blood coming on on it. In like mm -hmm. in a in a vision, I see mm -hmm. blood around it, the white headband. And he was telling me um, about the seal of God. Mm -hmm. And you know, and it was just around the forehead. So I, I learned about the seal of God, and I learned about the bride, the gown, and and I got so excited. I I I went home and I took out all God. God sent an angel into the house to clean out the house because all those things I used to have the yoga thing, the books I used to have. Um, I used to believe in the horoscope and reading the horoscope. Mm -hmm. I used to have the, the things that they said I should protect myself from the dead, the baby. And they used to give me things to protect myself. I went in there uh, and, and God sent an angel in there to tell me to clean out everything out of that house. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I, I had to take them out and burn them. He said to put them in the fire. And I could not even touch them. He took my gardener had to come in and clean them out and, and burn them. It was something else. You should hear some of those voices crying out in the fire and wow. making some terrible sounds. Wow. I, I was going to keep some of the CDs and all of that and said, oh, I can retape on them, mm. retape some Christian music on them. When I started to play them over to see which ones I want to keep, I hear some sounds coming out of them, growling sounds. I had to throw them in the garbage. And God sent, um, and God told me to get a, um, my mind need to re be renewed yeah, and I yeah. got the DVDs and I got um, earplugs and I got those things and buy the Bible and put it on there and listen to them and feed myself with the words of God, feed myself with the Amen. words and all the new hymns and everything that I, I learned them just by listening to them like that. In my house, I had a, a room because we used to entertain so much that I had a, a place set up in there as a bar. Mm. We had a big room. Instead of a prayer room, it was a bar. And everybody would come and sit in that bar and drink. We we had my husband would have bar in his in his car trunk. Everywhere mm. we go, we have the alcohol drinking. Mm. But when God came into my house, I took out all of those and turned that room into a prayer room. Oh, wow. That's where we started to pray and to pray. Mm. And my husband was not happy. And things got out of control and control. I, I now see, I now see the devil in action. Mm. Real, real war, spiritual war. And I learned to pray. I stayed on my knees all night. I tried to be a better wife, a better mother now. I got rid of all these helpers in the house. I got all and said, I want to learn to cook. I went to this I went to the, the school to learn to cook. 
right. I learned right. to, learn to learn to do things for myself and, and learn to sew. I went to school to learn to sew. And they said, I want to be a better wife, a better mother. Mm. And um, I read Proverbs 31 and asked God to help me to be like that woman. So instead now when my husband come home and angry because now he's home looking at me in that prayer room, praying or reading, instead of singing and dancing other music, mm. he got angry. And now when he got angry at me and, and said, stop, stop, he's doing, I, instead of that, I started to, to smile and, and said those words, that tongue that you, you're using to curse me, use it to kiss me, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just, we just hug each other and kiss instead of cursing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things started to change because I started to change. It began with me, mm-hmm. you know. And I learned to pray for him when he come in the evenings, the table would be set and I cook and I set table and set up the table and, and have him there sitting down. And I do some things also with my daughter, the younger daughter, she was going to, to um, a regular school. And I, I said, no, I want her to go to the seven day Adventist school so she can learn the things that I didn't teach her in the beginning. Right. She can learn now. So right. I took her out of the public school and bring her into the, the Seventh-day Adventist school also and let her sat at the feet of Jesus in that school. And she went on from high school to the university. And now she has graduated at a young age with a degree and she's working here in the United States. Amen. Wow. Amen. And yes, <laughs> so my, I prayed for my husband. I continue to pray for him. He started to drink rum and more and more and more alcohol. <laughs> and the more he drink, the more I pray. I prayed i prayed i prayed some i spent all night in prayer praying for him because now i i don't see him as this other person that i i see this man's soul to be saved no yeah. i see souls to be saved yeah. no I, I i i am not seeing it just as a husband and and this no i see that i must pray for him for him to accept the lord and i prayed i spent nights into in prayers and of course um, everybody knew about it because he was so, he was total, mm, the opposite of, he just changed when I accepted the Lord. Mm. And so I stayed in that prayer room while he's at work and prayed. I prayed in the bedroom. I prayed all over the place and uh, asked everybody to pray for my husband. And I asked everybody, everywhere I go, all the churches, just like what I was doing for myself, I asked other people to pray. And guess what? He we it was so bad it, it, it got out of control that i had to leave because he threw all my clothes outside and said i don't want to have anything to do with you anymore mm. so he tossed all my clothes outside and said no no nothing more and instead of me quarreling and upset about it i said to him wow honey thank you for cleaning up my closet <laughs> you you know that i need some new clothes now Uh-oh. for church Thank you. Thank you for cleaning out the closet. And <laughs> instead of me getting upset with him throwing out the clothes outside, and of course, he took them up back and he, he gave them, he brought them back in the house and he gave me money to buy church clothes. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so don't give up. Let's keep on praying for, for others, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I gave away those clothes that I had. I had 80 pairs of shoes. I used to have designer clothes, designer handbags, designer shoes. Everything was matching. 
Wow. When, when my spiritual eye was opened up to see the suffering, people hungry, mm -hmm. people on the street naked, mm -hmm. I took all of my clothes and I went and give, gave them to the poor, the shoes, mm -hmm. everything. And I just kept one black shoes for myself, one white shoes, and one white suit, one black suit, those sorts of things. And I gave them away. I started to use the, the car to do missionary work, to take people to the doctor, to take people to the hospital, mm -hmm. to feed the hungry, clothe them. I do. So I started to not see myself anymore. So when he threw those clothes out, I said, thank you so much. Thank you. I need clothes for church. And he gave me money and I bought new clothes. And, and that, so it, it was, it was not just happening in the house. People, people know about it. My neighbors know what was going on. People in the community, in the business places, everybody know what was happening with, with both of us, especially when I became a Christian. So I said, I was not leaving. I was going to pray to God for God to get the glory, mm. you know, Amen. out of this relationship. Amen. But I left, um, you know, and came abroad my, with my daughter. She, we were there, it was her birthday. And he came up to visit with her for her birthday. And I said to him, my birthday is two weeks from now. Do you want to stay with me for my birthday also? Mm. He said, yeah, I want to stay. Mm. Um, I said, but I still go to church on Wednesdays and I still go to church on Sabbaths. He said, that's okay. I'll stay with you for your birthday. Because my birthday was two weeks after my daughter's birthday. Okay. And, he stayed. and that Sabbath, um, that week, Wednesday night, I was in Orlando and I went to the Forest Lake Church where Pastor Derek Morris was. Mm -hmm. And and I told him about my husband's situation and they started to pray for him there. Um, so I invited him to the church the Wednesday night and he mm -hmm. came. My husband came to church the Wednesday night mm -hmm. with me for the first time. He was in church with me. Amen. Pastor Derek met with him, prayed with him, and talked with him, encouraged him about Jesus. And so the Sabbath, I was invited to another church to do a, an intercessor prayer session. Mm. I told him, I'm going to church this Sabbath, and I'll be taking part in the service. Do you want to come? He said, yes. Mm. So he came with me to church, and the pastor preached the sermon, and did a baptism there also, close off the day with baptism, and he came home. We went home. We had a good Sabbath. And the next day, the pastor called him to say, you know, he was happy to see him in church. Thanks for visiting mm -hmm. and all of that. And he told the pastor, I want to get baptized. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Amen. So I did not tell my wife. I did not tell my daughter. I didn't tell anybody yet, but I wanted to get baptized before I go. He said that sermon was for me. And my husband, that was my birthday present. My husband got baptized, praise God. Amen. It was such an occasion here. He got baptized and went back to Jamaica. So we praise God, um, mm. you know, for that answer, answer to prayer, powerful yeah. answer to prayer. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes, yeah. Wow. 
so he joined me with 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 witnessing he joined me with doing my charcoal lady and things seminars he joined me right. when i'm preaching anywhere i'm going he said i didn't know this is what you were doing all the while i'll come with you so he traveled with me when i go preaching because i do lay preaching i do i'm an evangelist preaching here i do health talks he would travel with me everywhere i go with that and tell people he's his favorite his favorite um words um, to God be the glory. Great things he had yes. done. Amen. And amazing grace, you know. So praise God. Um, that's a powerful answer to, to, to the prayers of, of praying people. Like, you know, so that's how I start to intercede. And God used these to train me how to pray for others. Pray for others when they are sick. Pray yeah. for others when they're having family life problems. Pray, mm -hmm. pray, pray, because it happened right. to me. It was through prayers when I was going through my struggle. And and the doctor said, go home and pray. That I, I That's the only thing I did not do. And that changed my life. I mm -hmm. asked everybody to pray. And like I said, they have people from all different de denominations praying. And I thought they were all the right church. So I went to all of them. Mm. Some of them right. said they're casting out demons out of me and they throw me down on the ground and they do all manner of things. And, and I see people lay down on the ground. I traveled to America to Benny Hinn for him to heal me. Wow. When I came to Benny Hinn, he would cast me down on there. And, and, and then I see everybody lay down, so I lay down too. Oh, <laughs> and, wow. And, wow. Yeah, so I traveled, I traveled looking for healing, but I did not get any healing until I met Jesus. And until I started to study with the um, Seventh-day Adventist message and, and the angel taught me and my daughter taught me and everything that they were teaching me. That's what I hear um, Fitzhenry, Evangelist Fitzhenry. When I went into the Seventh-day Adventist church in, in Jamaica from one church to the other, they were teaching the same thing. I got involved with prayer ministry. Um, Sister Ruthie Jacobson from the General Conference. At that time, she was the prayer coordinator. She mm -hmm. heard of me and we became prayer friends. We became good friends and, and she started to pray for me also. And she took me under her wings and she invited me to the General Conference prayer sessions all over the world wow. and become a part of those things. And when I see everywhere I travel, I see the same message, the health message. God changed my diet. I used to love to drink alcohol. I used mm -hmm. to eat poor shrimps, crab, lobster. Those were my favorite meals. Um, mm. um, uh, uh, ham and those things, you know. And God changed my diet and told me to take everything out of the house and throw them out too. All the meat, I gave them away. I didn't want them anymore. Mm -hmm. And God taught me how to eat healthy eating fruits vegetables drinking water i never used to drink water i used to just love drinking pepsi cola or one of those sugary drinks right. and god taught me how to drink water and my health was renewed i mm. i felt i could climb mountain with the pathfinders i could mm. go on skis and ride wherever they go i would go with the pathfinders because and and before that i was so weak i could not walk from my house to the gate i would fall because wow. i was so weak wow. my hemoglobin was five you know and so i always have to be on iron medication i have to be an iron injection i have to be on all sort of something to keep me going but when god stepped into my life and showed me how to eat mm -hmm. I, I my hemoglobin went up to 13. 
Oh my just like that without medication wow. because yes and um that's how i learned about charcoal because the lord also gave me a dream about um tell me to use charcoal i did not know what charcoal was mm. but you know my nails get so black and my skin turned dark i did not know what was happening and i he said to me use so i went outside because we used to have a barbecue set so i went out there and he said not this kind and so I started to search around and ask for charcoal. I said, and, and so I met this lady who was a Seventh-day Adventist called Porter. And she told me, yes, they, there is a charcoal that you can drink. And she brought some for me and I drank it. And I tell you, my nails become clear again. My skin become clear again after I drink it. And I said, I must tell everybody about charcoal. Okay, because yeah. it has worked a miracle in my life. Because you see, I was also poisoned from all these different medications, eating all these different things. My body was so toxic. My nails were black. My skin changed color to a darker complexion. And after I drank the charcoal, I became my nails clear up and my body was cleared up again. And, and I said, I'm telling everybody about charcoal. I went through the town also and tell them that God used the charcoal to help to heal me. And and then they call me the charcoal lady because yep. everywhere I go, yep. <laughs> I talk yep. about the charcoal. That's one of them that God was one of them that God used to bring healing into my life yeah. with my diet change, exercise because I was stush, I was sophisticated. So I used to walk a certain <laughs> right. way and dress a certain way. So, you know, I never used to walk for exercise. I would go to the gym every now and then and, mm -hmm. and so on. But then the Lord showed me to walk, brisk walk for exercise, stay in the sunlight, fresh air. And, and I enjoyed every minute of it and, and my healing took place. And, and I didn't have to go back to that doctor for the results. I don't know what the results was, but I didn't go back. And mm. praise God today, Man. God has added some years to my life for ministry and to share this good news. I told him, when you heal me, I will tell everybody in the world about you. I'll tell people like the sons of the sea about you because you have done so much to me. We're up. I'm glad. You know? Amen. 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 Yes. Yes. Wow. Praise wow. God. Man, praise God. Praise God. Amazing. Patricia, you. Amazing. Man, you got us at the edge of our seat. You <laughs> edge of this i have seen you and wow. known you for so long and just like i never knew this story yeah never knew this side yep. and this is summarized really That's summarized i know because there's so much more right the book is coming out soon um the title of the book is love lifted me mm. oh, okay. yes it will coming out soon and i have another another powerful testimony that it's in it's not a it's a magazine format about the praying nation because when i saw what was taking place in the country and how sin i realized now that is sin and you know like i told you when i was a little girl i wanted to be like jesus to help everybody to follow jesus follow Je so when i saw what was happening i i went out there on the streets on the highways and the byways with the gangs i prayed with them i prayed with those who are hiding out in the mountains i prayed with those i feed the the, the naked the homeless I, I went to do all these things and then i said the lord said to me one day that um i'm to go to the prime minister of the country and pray with him because he's praying for wisdom knowledge and understanding to, to lead the country i didn't know and the lord said go to him pray with him tell him to call the nation to prayer like jonah story and sign a proclamation call the nation to prayer and god said he will step in and help everyone 
I did not know how to find the Prime Minister. I was living in Montego Bay, the Prime Minister living in Kingston, and I traveled to <laughs> I want, uh, since you tell me to go, <laughs> it, that's right. another journey. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I, God allow me to go to the Prime Minister in Kingston. Um, when I went there, I found a police officer who I know, and I said, I'm here to see the Prime Minister. <laughs> she said, I can, I, I, I can allow you to, to um, I, I'm going to work it out so you can go into the, because they were in a big meeting or something, but I said, oh, wow. I, allowed me to stay in the meeting until afterwards mm. then she said when he come out you will see him i met with him there and that's another story that we we you know i met with him there in the crowd and i said sir i'm here to pray with you he said do you see the crowd i'm so busy i i i i uh, all right, make an appointment with this lady, just like that, like he's getting rid of me, you know? Right, right. And when the, the lady, he told me to make the appointment, it was my friend, another friend, my neighbor <laughs> from Montego wow. Bay, and she was a senator. And so she <laughs> she said, all right, come over to the, the, the prime minister's house with us, and we will see what we can do. Mm. And there, the prime minister met with me in his house, had lunch with them, and I told him my mission that Jesus sent me to tell him that what is happening is out of his control and he's to call the nation to prayer. He, he said, I'm giving you only five minutes. <laughs> and I stopped. I had to tell him uh, 20 minutes. I said, it's time. Five minutes finished a long time ago. Can I pray with you now? And he said, yes. And I prayed with him. Oh, and of man. course, he signed the proclamation one year after and called the nation to pray on a Sabbath at NCU in Jamaica. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Amen. Amen. And then on the Sunday also, it was the two days of prayer right through the nation. So they all gather at the Seventh-day Adventist institution on the Saturday. All of them were there praying. And um, I have that story that oh. I, I have also written. And um, I have the little booklet on it here, too, about the Praying Nation Jamaica. So that one will be going, that's a little booklet. And then the second one was Love Lifted Me with My Spiritual Journey. Amen. Wow. Wow. Powerful. I know. I got chills running through my yeah, body. Me just too. To you, <laughs> listening to your testimony. Amen. Such a powerful, powerful. And I see how God has brought you and where the, yeah, the devil tried to destroy oh, you because yeah. he knew this. Try to destroy you. Try to destroy 100%. you. You know, oh, yes, the spiritualism yes. that you went to and trying yes. to destroy your mind mm -hmm. and your, your mind, body, and soul, he attacked you in everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But God but is faithful. I want, say, I want to say this church rescue me. God used this, this, this place rescue me. This seven day, I, I'm not, I'm not just want to say, but I have to talk about it because this is the only place I learned about the spiritualism thing about like i said in the great controversy mm -hmm. i learned about who jesus was because i was speaking in tongues i was going to churches but i was never taught probably about his death on the cross and i did not understand what i did not understand that he was he's my intercessor in heaven i did not understand these things i did not understand that his blood was shed for my sins mm -hmm. and then I felt like the woman with the issue of blood. I felt like the woman at the well. I was just running around. And I tell you, I still believe that I learned, this was like a university to me. I learned all these things about the health, about the, the family life, mm -hmm. about finances, about returning tithe and offering and all these things. I learned them here. I learned 
about how to keep the Sabbath day holy. I learned about God the Father, God the Son. I learned about God the Holy Spirit. I know. I I I, I tell you, I I I am like a little baby. I'm like a little baby sitting at the feet of Jesus because I learned so much yeah. when I when I entered the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Wow. Oh. I have nowhere else to look because I have tried. Yes. A voice said to me before, you have tried everything and failed. Why don't you try God? So that's what I was going to end it with now. I've tried everything and failed. And then God entered my life and made a difference. Amen. 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 No more need to be said. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, for now, for now, for though, now. because now. I, yeah, it sounds I know. like a part two. Yes, we're definitely <laughs> going to bring you back. Wow. And we're going to talk some more. Um, ah. We're going to talk about your health journey, the charcoal, and all that type of stuff. But we'll come back and talk about that the next time. Yeah. And, yes. um, and just continue yes. continue your journey because I know your journey oh, yeah. is, is not over. Oh, absolutely. There's a no. lot more. So much going on for you more. right now. Yes. I know. Yeah. And God is definitely using you. And um, Amen. we're glad that we're part we're part of the story yeah. that we have met you and yeah. and then uh, you've always been an inspiration to myself and well, encouragement to us. Yes. Yeah. Praise God! Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you for having me, yeah. and thank you for having me. And I I can't keep quiet. I just can't keep quiet. I I <laughs> I have been on the radio, the television, newspaper, everywhere to spread the good news of Jesus and his love. So I'm, I'm so, I'm so blessed to know that, you know, I'm part of your program so I can share this good news and is to share so others can be strengthened and others can even come in to accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior too. Amen. 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 Now, uh, Patricia, I'm so impressed today. Um, I'm going to ask you to pray yes, to close this out. <laughs> Praise to close out today. Absolutely. If you can pray for us, please. Yeah. All right. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, mm. I thank you so much for this wonderful privilege of sharing this testimony you gave us. You said we are to go, go into all the world and preach this gospel and share our testimonies and tell what you have done for us. I thank you, Lord, for this wonderful team of husband and wife that you have placed in this mission right now to share the good news of Jesus and his love. They, they, they have seen the testimonies, they have heard them, and they want the world to know about them. So, Lord, I pray that you'll bless them also, bless their ministry, and may this message that we that we're sending lord reach the entire world that many many who are dying in sins many many who are sick and and searching for the truth they will hear this truth and they will come home to you lord you said you it is like the illustration where you have a hundred sheep one is missing yes. out of the fold and you would go down the valleys and all over the place looking for that one sheep Lord, may this broadcast that they have here go all over the world to find that lost sheep mm -hmm. and bring them home to you. Bless them, Lord, and also bless my ministry as you continue to use me to bring honor and glory unto your name. Lord, you know it's not me speaking, it's you speaking through me. Yes. So whatever I've said wrong, everything, Lord, please, Lord, lead me and direct me into all truth. Continue mm -hmm. to hear our prayers, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. Thank you so much again, Patricia. Wow. We're, we're renewed today. Oh, yeah. Renewed. Yes. To God be the glory. Great thing he has done. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. So until, until the next episode, because we're definitely going to bring you back. We're going to.
I see you're going to be a regular on this program now because <laughs> we have to talk some more. So just to share the testimony so others can under, others can see um, God and glorify his name. That's that's our purpose here. So, yeah. All right. So until next time, right. see you around. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless.